0: So what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be talking about trying to get more creative with the movements that you do across the fretboard. Maybe you play more pentatonic, maybe you play more diatonic, but we're always talking about playing in what we call positions. And what we want to do today is just kind of figure out how we might be able to get more creative moving out of just doing those positions. Okay. So again, I'm going to give just a a second here for people to show up because the numbers keep going up. So again, thank you so much for hanging out with me. This is a lot of fun. Sorry, it's Wednesday and not Monday, but here we are. So just trying to give you something new to, to think about and work with a little bit, okay? So let's do this. In the UK, Ryan is here. How you doing, Ryan? Good to see you. Okay, so anyway, uh, Brandon is here. How you doing, Brandon? Mike is here. Uh, good evening, Mike. Good afternoon for me. Uh, Woody is here. Anne is here. Jason is here. Daniel is here. Paul uh, Drocker is here. Megan is here. How you doing, Megan? So we have all kinds of people, we already have a couple hundred people here. And uh, so thank you everybody, I appreciate you being here. So Alexandra, thank you so much, cheers to you. Uh, Alexandra's in Portugal, so that's awesome. Rick is here, how you doing? All right, so let's go ahead and get started. What I wanna do is I wanna give you something to work on this week. And what we're gonna do is try and get a little more creative with our movements across the fretboard. So what I was saying before, some of you were here, was maybe you're playing pentatonic, maybe you're playing diatonic, it it doesn't make any difference, whatever works for you. I'm just gonna give you a couple of ideas of things here. So if I was playing, for instance, let's say I was in E minor, okay? So instead of thinking about E minor as just being a position, you know, wherever it is or whatever you might be playing, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. But I think there's something really unique and creative and fun about trying to move across the fretboard a little more interestingly, if it's your kind of thing. If it's not, it's okay. And we're definitely not talking about really a blues thing here. We're talking about more of a a melodic idea. And so there's two things I wanna talk about is what I refer to as slicing and then intervallic playing. Now, when I talk about those, I'm not just talking about playing like in thirds or something like that. What I'm talking about is just trying to get more creative with the way that you see the fretboard. So instead of just thinking about playing things diatonically through a scale or pentatonically or whatever, or playing, you know, arpeggios or something like that, all of those are great. Don't get me wrong. Any of that stuff is perfect. But what we want to do today, we're going to try and explore some other ideas of things that you might be able to grab from this lesson and use in your own playing. So whether you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube or whatever, Oh, and do me a favor. If you get a chance, let somebody know about my channel or guitar zoom or whatever and uh, let them know about the courses or the the website or whatever and uh, I would sure appreciate that. So anyway let's take a look at this so let's say I'm starting on E minor okay and I'm gonna play this I'm gonna go to the seventh fret here on the uh, fifth string and I'm gonna play seven five four which is the beginning of what we call a triad it's a minor chord it's the E minor chord but my point is instead of playing The scale itself, what I'm doing is I'm cutting through that scale. Now it's creating what we would often look at as as being an arpeggio. So now what we're going to do is we're going to take that same idea and we're just going to finish this off by going up the rest of the guitar like this. So what I'm playing there is seven, five, four, and then five, three, seven, just in case you watch this later and you want to come back and, and get some of these ideas. So nothing crazy going on here. So I'm playing seven, five, four, and then five, three, seven. Okay, so now what we could do is we could start looking at maybe trying to add something different into here. Maybe I do something like this. And I add in the seventh fret of the third string. And you'll notice that it sounds different. So now all of a sudden that standard arpeggio that we would normally play has now been expanded. Hey Jerry, is here, Drum School Fred Landkamp is here, David is here. Hoof beat guitar is here. Very cool. Francesco is here. Thank you, everybody. This is awesome. So if you notice in adding in that new note, all of a sudden it sounds a little more colorful. And that's kind of the idea is you're going to start cutting through things and adding and subtracting different things relative to what they sound like not necessarily whether it's making a particular triad or a particular chord shape or something like that it's just looking for creative ideas so if i take that now and let's move over just a little bit and let me try something else so i'm gonna do that 754 again and then what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna slide up into 987 and notice how i'm doing the same triad again but it sounds and then I can slide up into the 12th fret. So all I'm doing is playing the same notes over and over and over, but it makes for a nice little movement. And press the guitar to do something interesting. So that's one thing you could do. Let's now move over just a little Put a bit. I'm gonna put my middle finger on the seventh fret, which is E. And this time what I'm doing is I'm visualizing, this is what I'm seeing is five, seven, nine, five, seven, nine, five, seven, nine, and then seven, eight, 10, seven, eight, 10. So those are the notes of the E minor scale right there. So that's what I'm visualizing. Now I have my notes of my E minor chord right here. Okay. And so I want to kind of visualize those as well. Josh says, I'm a premium member. How do you feel about finger picks? I've never really been much into finger picks, Josh. I I tend to just use my fingers when I finger pick versus using actual finger picks. So that's, that's how I normally do it. But if it works for somebody, there's amazing players out there that use finger picks for sure. Okay, so anyway, let's keep going. So now what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take and I'm gonna cherry pick from that shape that I just showed you. Right out of there, I'm gonna play something just pick some things, and I'm gonna play more what I'm gonna call intervallically. So it's not a straight arpeggio, it's not a straight scale, it's just something in between. And this is something that you can explore. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go seven, and then on the next string, I'm gonna play five, and then the next string, I'm gonna play nine. So again, I'm skipping around. So I'm playing that seven, the next one's five, the next one's nine, the next one I'm gonna play seven and eight. So there's always an underlying theme with this intervallic playing. And there's that is comfortability. I wanna make sure that when I'm doing this, it feels comfortable, okay? My fingering is comfortable as I move across the fretboard and I'm gonna connect to another idea. Whatever it is I'm doing feels good. So as I play, There, I'm going to seven and then 10. And then I can slide up back into that 12 and I'm back on E again. And I use a lot of that kind of motion as I'm moving around the fretboard. Now, again, that doesn't mean that you can't you know, use that kind of stuff too, because that's great as well, but that's not what we're talking about today. We're just thinking about different ways of moving around creatively. So that's something else that you could do. Now we're going to bump up again. This time what we're going to do is we're going to put our first finger on seven, and I'm going to start working on this side. So now I've got seven to ten, nine, and then seven. So there's my traditional triad, my arpeggio, if you will, okay? And then I have to decide what I'm going to do from there. Now if I wanted to play a traditional uh, arpeggio all the way up, I might play seven, ten, 9, 9, 8, 7, okay? And that would work great. But if you want to make it a little more colorful, what you could do is maybe do something where you play 7, 10, 9, and then the next string you're going to play 7, 9. Or maybe you skip the 9 entirely and you play that 7, which is now adding in what we call the dominant seventh there. Maybe you do that and it still stays comfortable to execute with your fingers, you see? Now, I'm gonna keep going though. I wanna take that, that original idea of doing seven, 10, nine, seven. And this time what I'm gonna do, and I do this all the time, I'm gonna reach out to the 11th fret with my pinky. Right there. And I love the sound of that. Now, now that I've done that, um, let me show you again, you can watch this later and then you can take any of these ideas and learn how to use any of this, okay? That's why I'm kind of running through these a little quick here, because I don't expect you to get them right now. So as I go through this, the next thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna move up and play uh, eight, 8, 12 on the second and first strings. And you get these nice wide sort of George Lynch intervals. And then sometimes what I'll do is this, uh, where I have this uh, seven and eleven here, I'll add the nine in between, like that. And then I'll finish it off with that eight and twelve, you see that? So there's lots of, and now you start thinking about how you could combine some of these ideas together. See, you could go all over the place with this sort of thing. Joanne, hello from Alpine, California. Kurt is here from uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba. Paul is here from the UK. How you doing? Jason is here. That F sharp on the 11th fret sounds gorgeous, Jason says. Yeah, and that's the thing is, is we always need to remember that when we're playing scales for a creative purpose, a solo, a melody, whatever, the, the notes can provide us with these unique and wonderful colors of sound. Not just, you know. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with playing something like that. Like if you're going. And you wanna play something that's faster and add that energy, I think that's wonderful. I just try and contrast ideas. So if I did something like that, now I'm gonna follow it up with something else. That's where I might do something that's a little more are, uh, excuse me, intervallic in nature. And again, when I say intervals, I'm not just talking that kind of playing, I'm just saying leaving more distances between some of those notes, if, if that makes sense. Okay, now this is something I wanna show you, I think is pretty cool. So if I keep going with this idea, I'm gonna switch it up just a little bit. And again, you'll be able to watch it later. Okay, I'm gonna start off with the seven, nine, ten seven. <laughs> And then I'm doing my pull off, like I did before. But this time what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna slide up to the 12th fret. So now it's shifting me up a little bit to do something else. So now that I'm on the 12th fret, I'm gonna continue on by playing a 10 and an 8 like this. Now that 8's gonna sound a little bit, a little bit dissonant there. But I'm going to resolve it by going to the 12. Now I wouldn't have to do that turnaround if you just wanted it to flow forward. You could do that and it would sound really nice. Okay? So either way. Now when you get up here you could do that, that same idea. So watch if I start off like this, I could do the same thing in either position or both positions or not do it at all. Now I'm gonna move up to 14, okay? And then I'm gonna come back, back to that 10 and drop down to 12 and 14. Now these are just shapes that I tend to use. And again, I'm not trying to overburden you here. You can always come back and watch this and grab some of these ideas. So right there, I'm dropping down going 10, uh, 14, 10, then down to the 12. And then I'm doing 14, 11 and then sliding up to G. And now I could resolve it right there. Hey bud, looks like uh, we've got Emmanuel here, Keith is here. Uh, Over what chords? Well, right now I'm doing all of this over an E. So if you thought about it as being an E. Or I could do it over a G. I could do that over E minor or G. Now I could do it, you know, over the A Dorian or something like that too, but it's gonna have a little bit different impact. We're doing this right over the the major or relative minor. It'd be perfect, okay? Andre is here. How you doing, bud? Nice to see you. And then, you know, I could end it with all sorts of different things, whether I go to or, or just stay minor you know but the point is is that you've got all of these really great ways of being able to move around the fretboard and come up with something unique and different okay so I'm gonna give you one more I don't want to waste too much of your time so I'm gonna give you one more I'm gonna head up here to the 10th fret this time so I'm not starting on E this time okay I'm gonna start up here on G and I'm gonna play 10 14 12 11 14 now I'm gonna play it all the way up so you can see it and then I'll show you how you can wrap this around a little bit. So as I go, hey Kevin, hey Steve, and then next one I'm gonna go 12 and then 10-14 again. So I have, okay, so let me put that E in the bass. Now you might want to repeat some of the things in here if you are more of a sweep kind of player. You could do. You could do any of those kind of things as much as you want to fill out a little more space. Okay, and then what I like to do is I'll keep going with ideas. Once I've gotten here, this is kind of my old traditional kind of thing that you've seen people do a million times, I'll move that up. And now I'm playing 14, 17 with 15 on the second string. So I'm going from here. You know, there's all kinds of different ways that you can do this. So the point is, is if you come back and watch this later, okay, and you see some of these things and you go, oh, that's kind of interesting. You don't have to do it exactly the way I'm doing it. The bigger picture would be, can I visualize that and figure out how to be able to move comfortably with whatever this is that Steve was talking about in a way that feels good to my fingers and my brain, but yet sounds creative. That's what you're looking for. Not so much just one lick or something, which is fine too, but just looking for something that gives you a little bit different perspective creatively, all right? So take care, stay positive. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join me. And remember, head over to guitarzoom.com, check out my guitar courses and the membership that we offer, that sort of thing. And of course, always stay positive, keep practicing, and I'll talk to you soon, all right? If you enjoyed today's podcast and want to learn guitar even faster, go to guitarzoom.com and click the Get Started button to get access to courses that are right for your interest and skill level. Again, go to guitarzoom.com and click the Get Started button.